Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. All right. So from the fabulous Adam Richard Facebook group, uh, another very excited post from Sarah. Oh my gosh, so many thoughts, and these are not necessarily in order of amazingness. <laughs> Firstly, how did I not know there was a Facebook group for this podcast? I know, I talk about it all the time. <laughs> Adam Richard has a theory, Facebook group. Just pop on, you'll find it. Um, thanks for adding me. I accidentally applied to join from our family <laughs> Doctor Who account. Just ignore that. Um, oh, bless you, Sarah. I love, I love a family Doctor Who account. Uh, this is meant to be a family-friendly podcast. Um, I try to keep it as above board as possible, but you might need to, you know, explain certain things. Um, I'll try not to make it too rude. Uh, secondly, I'm re-watching while I'm at work. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Sarah. Uh, okay, so apart from Dan leaving in the first 10 minutes, everything else was exactly how I hoped. Here's my highlights. Ace was brilliant. Fantastic to see her back. My teen daughter's favourite companion. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, wow. Um, Dan leaving was so quick and without any sort of fanfare, which I thought didn't do him credit for the great companion he was. Yeah, it was very brief. But, you know, that hole in the face mask and then almost drifting off into space to die. Um, you know, like he was in... <laughs> Movie with Sandra Bullock. Uh, again, I don't want to do spoilers for things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was terrifying. Um, oh my god, that's one of my one of my favourite ever um, audio plays. Is uh, I think it's a Zygon one. Is it a Zygon one? No, it's an Axon one with the Sixth Doctor and his companion, like kind of just misses their footing in space and they're like oh just grab me and the doctor's like i can't like you're you're you've started traveling into outer space she was like i'm only like you know barely a foot away and he's like that's it like we we can't get you you're you're gone now and it's like oh my god devastating um anyway he saved her come on calm down <laughs> it's doctor who uh it wasn't adric <laughs> 
Oh, Adric. Um, uh, but yeah, poor Dan. Uh, Daleks. Did we ever really find out why the traitor Dalek went rogue? Nah. <laughs> no idea. I mean, the Dalek kind of tried to explain it that it was about... Um, the Daleks having lost their way, you know, they're really into racial purity, uh, genetic purity. Like, they're very, I mean, you know, you can, <laughs> they're based on Nazis um, who were very into genetic purity. Uh, so, yeah, I can see where it's coming from. But, yeah, so it's basically a Dalek going, um, the Daleks are bad now. Uh, they're not doing what they should. They're compromising themselves. So... I'm calling in the Dalek Hit Squad, which is the Doctor. I mean, I I got that. I thought that was fine. But, yeah, it seemed a bit out of character for a Dalek to be a traitor. Anyway, Rasputin, I mean, speaking of Daleks, the rah-rah dance was amazing, but the funniest part was the Dalek Cyberman side-eye. Like, is he crazy? It was the best. It was, like, it was a really funny moment. And I normally hate funny Doctor Who, but I just, it had gotten so silly to that point that I was like, yep, I'm into this. This is great. I'm, I'm signed up. Like, I'm just all in now. Um, Vinda, capital letters, five exclamation marks. <laughs> just Vinda. He's freelance. And Yaz flying the TARDIS. Does anyone else still think that Vinda's baby is the stolen child? Um, especially when 13 asked how the family was, it still made me think that. Yes, that theory. Oh, my God. The theory that that was the timeless child in the box. And that's why he was coming back to find it. Because that was his kid. Who was also a clock, clock, clock. Um, the Guardians of the Edge of Consciousness, the weird telephone pole, has 15 connectors. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice that. That's amazing. And you notice that it works, Sarah? Oh, you're, you're really neglecting your job. Um, I'm guessing one for every Doctor that we know of. One to eight, War, Doctor, nine to 13, and Ruth. And I loved seeing some of the old Doctors. Paul McGann is so underrated slash underused. And heart eyes emoji, Peter Davison. Gosh, it was good to see him again. Oh, you know, I met Peter Davison. I mean, I've met him more than once. Um, like I met him at a, a convention, like when I was um, working on Outland. I ended up hosting the stage for a while. I've probably told this story before because people were having a punch in the toilets. Um, but when I was a really little kid, uh, I would have been, well, not really, I was 12, um, so he came out to Australia and did a bunch of signings of Target Doctor Who books, of which he only had like one at the time, I think. Um, but yeah, he signed a bunch of Doctor Who books at Maya and I went and queued up and he wore the suit. Oh my God, he wore the Doctor Who outfit. It was so cute. Um, <laughs> it's just like you met Doctor Who. It was so cool. Uh, <laughs> Graham, capital letters, four exclamation marks. Super excited that Graham came back. We were big fans of him in our house. How could you not be? It's Bradley Walsh. He's amazing. Um, we were worried he was going to leave uh, because he, his cancer came back. Thankfully, this was not how it went. And now he's free to do whatever. Date ace, maybe. Um, now, this is something I found interesting reading um, the latest Doctor Who magazine was that Chris Chibnall had cancer when he was a kid um, or quite young and it was a big deal and he obviously recovered like you know that it was treated he obviously went through a, a lot of you know it's a really full-on experience recovering from any kind of cancer and um, 
my sister had some quite extensive surgery uh, after getting cancer, and she's now five years cancer-free. Um, like, one of my best friends has had a bout with cancer in... Uh, like in the last 10 years, she also has now been cancer free for a while, but it was a long, horrible slog. So yeah, finding out that, that Chris Gibnall is a cancer survivor um, is, yeah, like it kind of made me realize, because, you know, so many times, like if cancer comes up in a narr- in narrative storytelling, it's like, oh, it's going to come back and they're going to die. And that's going to be the tragic storyline. The fact that he has insisted on writing this storyline is, yes, this is something people survive and it makes them stronger. And it's, you know, it d- just every time it turns up in a story, it doesn't have to be a death sentence. And I was like, this is... This has made me feel even better about the the whole Graham storyline because I was like, why? Why does he have cancer if he's not going to die from it? And now I'm like, oh, I see. Because the writer <laughs> had cancer and didn't die from it when he was younger. So, yeah, um, I think he said when was, maybe when he was at uni or something. Yeah, it's it was such a an amazingly like it's just one of those things. Sometimes, you know, the personal life of a writer will unlock things in a story that you go, oh, you were trying not to be heavy handed with that because you've had that experience and you just wanted to show that there are people out there who have had this happen to them and they've, you know, come out the other side with, you know, different experiences. Like, you know, Graham met his wife because of his cancer. Like, you know, it was a terrible thing that happened to him. It was life-threatening, but... On the other hand, it was kind of enriching. He never would have met Ryan. Uh, he probably never would have travelled with the doctor. Like, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that all lead back to this terrible experience. And, yeah, so that's why we had that thing with him seeing the doctor and just like, yeah, everything's good, everything's fine, you know, travelling along. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Um uh, but yeah, so as uh, Sarah says, thankfully this is not how it went. Now he's free to do whatever. Date Ace, maybe. Uh, Ryan has a new grandma, was screamed from our lounge room. <laughs> Plus he's made a Companions Anonymous support group. Not sure where Martha and Mickey were. Oh, I think they're probably in a wormhole or something. Um, he has a big heart, does Graham. Um, also, you know, there is the talk that the reason... It was only old series stuff in the in the centenary specials because Chris Chibnall was leaving it all open for Russell T Davis to do whatever he wants with anything from the 2005 series onwards. It's just like he's like, all right, I'll play with the old stuff and you can have the new stuff. Um, the master is incredible, says Sarah. I mean, what writing and incredible acting. Don't let me go back to being me. Oh, yeah. Sasha Dewan made me have so much empathy for the master. And then at the end when the doctor's saying you lost... Ooh, everyone in the TARDIS echoes back to the stolen earth, which was just lovely. Regeneration, so much to say. From the cloister bell to the I need more time and Yaz crying and ice cream to doing it on her own. It was absolutely beautiful, peaceful, serene. So well done. As soon as I saw the tie, I knew what was about to happen. And then I know these teeth. What? 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 Uh, cry face, happy emoji and clapping emoji several times. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I am sad because I want to know what happens next. A super busy episode with so much happening all the time but I feel like maybe that is what has been missing from the last season or three not a lot has happened with a greater matter fanfare maybe um and Bronwyn replied beautiful summary definitely agree with you on those highlights 
Oh, thank you, Sarah. Um, heaps more. Heaps more reactions, thoughts, theories. It's just going to go on for weeks, it feels like, to Power of the Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.